FMX Network Production. It's the Renthal Reaction Show for breaking moto news, hot topics, and moto by the minute. Welcome, everybody, to another Renthal Reaction podcast. Aaron Plessinger to Red Bull KTM. Uh, thanks for listening to this. Thanks to, for checking out Renthal. Renthal.com. A fraction of a second, a few grams, a couple of millimeters. It all counts. Welcome to the winning world of Renthal. Speaking of Renthal, uh, Aaron Plessinger will be using them on the Red Bull KTM team. The Monster Energy Kawasaki team uses them. The Honda team uses them. Renthal.com. Way back in 1986, Team Honda chose Renthal for RJ, Diamond, and Bailey. And they're still using it, man. Uh, Fat Bar 36, Fat Bar, Twin Wall Bar, the 7 8 Bar. Renthal.com for more information on that. Renthal reaction. Here we go. With me to talk about the AP to Red Bull KTM, it's Jason Wagen. What's up, Weege? Wow. Uh, we did not know this was coming. This is shocking news <laughs> that we did not ever expect to see. When my email opened at 8 a.m. Pacific today on October 20th, I had no idea this was coming. What took them so long? For reals, though. That was odd, I, I right? I don't understand. Yeah. yeah we, okay, so what we're talking about here is Aaron Plessinger finally being announced by Red Bull KTM as their new rider. And we all know that these deals start on October 1st. So... On October 1st, we heard about Jason Anderson, we heard about Eli Tomac, and then we waited a few days, and I'm like, what is going on? And I tried to work some back channels, mm-hmm. and it was just like, yeah, it's coming, it's coming, just wait, just wait. We'll get there and, when it's uh, time. We we'll get it out when it's time. We'll get there when it's time. Well, there is a pretty cool video, if you folks have watched on uh, KTM Social and on their YouTube page, it's a pretty cool video they put together, but I don't think that takes 20 days to do, so who knows? Yeah, it was, it was odd for yeah. sure, and also, so the... Tomac and Anderson thing dropped the same day. So then, okay, KTM wants to wait. You know, they want to have their own day for the news. So then it'll be out on that Monday because I think October 1st was a Friday, right? Yep. Uh, so I get it. So they'll wait till Monday. Nope. And they'll wait till Tuesday. Nope. And then I just kind of gave up. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I got the October 1 thing and trying to get away from it, but I didn't get what took so long from now. But, hey, whatever. It is what it is. We all We all knew it was coming, so. I don't think uh, I don't think it was entirely strategic. Um, I, I here would be my guess. Here would be my guess. These teams, I think, are growing what they would think better and more sophisticated from a marketing, branding, social media, video, photo, PR standpoint. Mm-hmm. I think there's more layers. There's more people that have to approve things, sign on things. Hey, let's do this. Hey, let's do that. And now it takes 20 days. What used to take one day. That's what I think. Okay. Fair enough. Yep. While there's photos yep. uh, photos and videos out now of AP, the number yeah. seven on the Red Bull KTM. Jay Dungey going from Chase Sexton uh, back to Red Bull KTM. So he'll be his mechanic. Uh, that was announced in the press release as well, which we, we figured that was coming. Um, this was an interesting signing, Weege, because so AP comes into the year, right? A lot of question marks. We don't know what's going on. It's his last year of his Yamaha deal. He's back at Star Yamaha. And he starts out okay. Nothing special. Then he goes testing, finds a magic chassis setup. Uh, it's a link and a pull rod. Um, finds this setup and starts riding a lot better. Uh, podiums some races. He looks uh, he looks thirty percent better from the start of the year, and things are looking good. And you're like, well, Yamaha's going to try to keep him. And then at some point, KTM comes in, and they he signs a letter of intent. And then I hear directly from people very, very, very close to Aaron, maybe even Aaron himself. Wow. That is Aaron close to Aaron? Aaron is close to Aaron. Okay. That Yamaha is coming back in 
to to match the offer, and he's going to stay Blue Crew. And I'm like, okay, that makes sense because, you know, maybe Aaron was shopping a little early, um, and then things started turning around, and he's like, you know what? This team that I've known so well that I've won 250 titles with is uh, is a home for me, and, and the bike is good now. I'm happy, so I'm going to stay here. That totally made sense. And in the end, I don't think Yamaha was able to do anything, and he went back to Red Bull KTM. So that was sort of the timeline of this. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, if you've heard anything different, but it was a little different negotiations for this. Well, yeah, but that is only because we know Star Racing is a little more aggressive than other teams. They actually work all the angles, where I think a lot of the teams just work on a general gentleman's agreement type unwritten rule. So this is what we learned with Barsha last year, right? Normally, yeah, if you're on a team, they have a right to retain you if they match the offer, but teams never do that. They never exercise that option, right? It's Most teams are like, hey, if you want to go somewhere else, we don't want you to stay here if you don't want to be here, so mm-hmm. just go. Yep. But as we learned last year, it got very complicated. Barsha wanted to leave, and Star and Yamaha tried to match his deal and tried to make him stay, right? Yeah. So I believe that that's why this doesn't, again, with Star, it doesn't go the way it normally goes. Like a guy wants to leave, and they're like, okay, we're going to figure out a way to get you to stay. Now, it could be in the right way, which is, hey, we like you, you like us, the bike's getting better. Why don't you just stay? Or it could be, no, we're going to go through your contract and try to lock you in. So I think that's why it got a little weird and more complicated. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. I agree that Bobby Reagan at Star makes it all a little more complicated with his DGAF attitude, right? Yeah, these are unwritten rules. They're not doing anything wrong. They're not breaking any actual rules. So to try to keep a guy, and it's so dumb, right? Because honestly, in most sports, that's how it normally works. You try to keep... You're good athletes, yeah, and you negotiate, yeah, and yeah. you try to keep them. This sport is weird in when you want to leave. They're like, oh, okay, if you want to leave, well, we don't want you to stay then. That, that would yeah, be horrible yeah. to force you to be here. But uh, just look at, like, the NBA. I'm sure you got your NHL season start. Is that starting soon, right? Or did it already start? Did it already start? It already started. The Leafs are one, Leafs are one, two, one, and one. The point is, in those sports, that happens all the time, where an athlete's like, I demand a trade. I want to leave, and the team's just – stonewall them and then the season begins and they're still on the team right right so i think star is just playing the game like most sports are which Um, is we like you we want you to stay we're not going to make it simple for you to just walk off we're going to try to everything we can to keep you they had dylan ferrandis aaron plessinger and malcolm stewart this past year in supercross and of course they kept dylan ferrandis and now they got eli and then for a long time it was going to be like and aaron plessinger that's going to be a super team for those guys but you know it didn't didn't quite work out. Um, I'm sure Eli, you know, he, he he's not getting paid a ton of money compared to what you know. He didn't get like he didn't get bought away from Kawasaki, but he's still making a nice chunk of change, right? So it would have right, been. But I think yeah. they 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 had offers like they were ready to be able to afford all three, correct? Uh, yeah, I think so. I believe so. Yeah, yeah it wasn't so. like once yeah. they had Tomac, it was see you later. No, no, like they they no. made a play. Now here's the conflicting stories I've heard. I have heard that. Yes, he was had a big offer from KTM. Yes, he wanted to take it. And Yamaha put together a really good offer of a good amount of money, but not as much as the KTM money. That's what I've heard. But, dude, when it comes yeah. to money, please don't quote me on this because we will never know for sure. That's kind of what I heard, but I don't know if that's reliable. Did, did, have you heard anything different or similar? Uh, no, but I asked Aaron at one point. He just laughed. So okay. I, yeah, I never right. really. <laughs> yeah, man, never really got anywhere Typical. with it. Typical. Um, you know what I think we've learned, by the way, through this process. You did 
a podcast with Tomac uh, last week or something mm-hmm. like that. He made one of the most brilliant points, Eli Tomac did, that I think a lot of people misunderstand. Tomac told you, he's like, the real way you make money in this sport is winning more races and more championships. <laughs> right. Right? Yeah. So when, you, when we're seeing free agents move, and you're always like, well, it's got to be about money. It's got to be about money. It's got to be about money. I think the riders are like, look, what's the difference between one team's offer and another? Maybe a couple hundred grand? Well, that's three race wins a year that at most is yeah. the difference. So I think they're like, uh, if I think I can win three to five more races on this bike than the other, uh, I'm going to make more money there even if they're paying me less. Sure. So I think that's something to, to keep in mind that the riders are like, dude, a title is worth a million. Race wins are worth 100000 If I can stack up half a dozen more wins throughout a year, $600,000, who cares what the salary is? I'm going to make more. So I'm going to the place where I think I can win more races. Right. And, and you know, that's something that Mitch Payton said for a long time. When Mitch, when Mitch wasn't paying the going rate for riders, he does now. But when he wasn't, he was always like, you'll make it up in wins because I'll give you the bike. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. that, was, that was his yeah. thing forever is like, sure, I- you know, uh, Bobby Hugh is going to offer you more at Rockstar Suzuki. Sure, go ahead. But you'll make yep. more here when I give you a bike that can win. All right, yep. focusing back on this, the Renthal reaction. So uh, Aaron Plessinger going over there, uh, a, a Yamaha guy for a long time. In the press release, it says that he's ridden KTMs for years, but I'm guessing 60s and 80s or something. Um, yeah. And, 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 yeah. And in GNCC, I would imagine. That was also in GNCC. I know, but I've thought of him as a Yamaha rider for so long. I, I do remember him at least being on a YZ85. Okay, so, so that's so, about as young right, as you can get on a Yamaha in those days. So, you, have a 65 so you don't feel like the KTM 65 will transfer to the KTM 450 for Supercross? <laughs> no, no, no I, I, I don't. However, however, look, his dad, who ironically just went into the Hall of Fame over the weekend, right? Yep. Did all his winning on KTMs. I do wonder if there is a little bit of a... Like, yeah, man, when I was a kid, my dad raced KTMs. Yeah, maybe. There's a little bit of that? Maybe, maybe. Um, yeah. So they got Marvin Muscan over there for Supercross only. Of course, Coop Webb is there. Uh, now AP is going to join his old teammate, Cooper Webb. They'll get along great. Except one of the things that's going on behind the scenes is Cooper Webb's going to the 83 compound, and AP is going to Alden Baker's program, which that'll be himself, and it'll be RJ Hampshire. It'll be uh, Malcolm Stewart and uh, probably somebody else that we don't know Marv- yet. No, Marv's out. Marv is out as well. Marv is out. Yeah, Marv is working with DV, the DV factory. Wow. He is with he is with Colt Nichols and Dylan Ferrandis in the DV factory. Colt Nichols. Yes, yes. Colt Nichols with DV. Yes, yes. Uh, okay. Sign me up as shocked. <laughs> okay. Uh, two, shocked. Two hundred dollars on Jeopardy. Yeah. R.I.P. Alex Trebek. So a lot of people, and myself included, I wrote this uh, for Racer X magazine, for Racer X Online, I should say. Um, I wonder if this is going to take some of the fun out of AP. This whole thing. Uh, I, what do you think? How's this going to go? Is this going to take some of the fun out of Aaron Plessinger? Because, you know, his middle name is fun. Yes. Okay. So. Right down, I want to go back to the him being at Baker's and Cooper Webb not. I, I do want to talk about that, but let me address your question here about the fun. I believe that that is a little overrated how much people are thinking of like the corporate image of the teams these guys are on and thinking that it's going to affect the personalities of these riders. I do believe that was a thing that used to happen. I think the teams, like I said, they've gotten a little bit smarter, PR, marketing, whatever you want to call it, and... I don't think that Anderson is going to not be team fried. 
now that he's on corporate Kawasaki. And I don't think that you're going to see a difference in Plessinger's personality I, over here. And this video they put out today kind of accentuated the personality, I feel. I don't mean from the team's point of view. I mean the Baker program. Is this gonna is oh. this gonna be like a grind for him where he's just like, Man, I'm you know, I'm I'm burnt. I'm I'm you know, I'm Johnny serious now, right? It's very serious over there. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It, it that, does that, make you wonder because yeah. this is the part I can never figure out. I can never figure this out. Like, I'm sure if you go to so he was working with like Swanee at Star, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't I don't get it. What were they leaving stuff on the table? But this is kind of what we heard when Cooper Webb went from Yamaha and working with Swanepoel to Alden Baker, that all of a sudden the amount of effort ramped up massively, right? That's what we heard. I yeah, don't yeah, get no, it. Yeah, yeah, we've heard it, well, not just Webb. We've heard it from a lot of guys. Dun- Dunge was the same way, that kind of stuff. Uh, Dunge actually went the opposite and said, uh, I was doing so much when no. I had no trainer. Yeah, sorry, I didn't mean like workload. I meant just the, uh, the seriousness of it. Yes, yeah. the seriousness is there. I'm yeah. always confused because I'm like, I I would not think that star racing is like, ah, take the day off, do whatever you want. We don't care. Right. Like, where is this difference in? I don't know. Doesn't everybody feel like they're maxing their guys out? Yeah. I'm, I'm so confused. Right, right. As to how that works. But anyway, yes, I see what you mean. The Baker's program certainly has a rep of being very, very regimented. Very, this is what you do. There are no variances. Yep, yep. You do this track, this day, this time. You eat this meal. Yep. There are no variances. I suppose it's possible, but I keep going on the side of, we don't have a lot of info to go on, so we kind of draw our own conclusions, and a lot of times uh, that doesn't happen. Well, um, what about the bike? What do you think? Do you think it's going to? I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. yeah, we'll see. Uh, okay. Jury's out. I mean, Malcolm's over there, too, and that, to me, is a huge step, like Malcolm leaving the stew compound, leaving his dad a little bit. The dad, you know, yeah. Big James has a huge effect on Malcolm's racing and decisions yep. and things like that, and now Mookie is throwing himself into all of Alden Baker's decisions, right? So that's interesting to watch um, coming going forward, and, and, and as is this AP thing. Um, Look, man, we heard when, when – I know Anderson is no longer with Baker, but when he went over there – I mean, dude, weren't people saying this won't last four months? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, dude, it lasted like five years. So I know now everybody's going to look back and be like, see, Anderson and Baker couldn't work together. Come on. They totally worked together. It yeah. worked together for like five years. He put in the best results of his career. It wasn't a disaster just because they didn't ra- work together for 10 years. I still am like, everybody told me it wasn't going to work for Anderson. In my opinion, it did just because it didn't go seven years doesn't mean it yeah. didn't work no he got his 450 supercross title you can't you can't say it didn't work absolutely not yeah yeah um, so i i don't know i i think it might work i mean it's always curious it's the standard thing when you get a guy who seems like a fun guy like mookie or aaron that's the first thing you think of like how are they going to gel with alden i guess it's a reasonable question to ask i'm not as worried as i think others are right uh, the bike and the change, um, this KTM, they're very good for Supercross. They're suited well for that. Uh, we've seen that work well with Coop and Marvin, of course, uh, you know, had more highs than lows over at Red Bull KTM. And and um, what do you think? What do you think about the riding and his – will his results be better? Will they be about the same? How, what do you think this is going to go? It is amazing that we – that Star improved that bike so much so quickly that we are now at the point where we're not sure this is anything more than a lateral move yeah. bike-wise, yeah. Right. right? Like, if you have this conversation last, I don't know, March, it's like, absolutely, this is an upgrade. But that's how far Star has come. Ferrandis and Aaron himself outdoors really helps that. 
Um, here's I, I do think his results are going to be better. But what we will never figure out is, I think most of it is this is the natural improvement plane that he is on. We saw how much better he was getting throughout 2021. I feel like he'll just keep stepping forward and he'll be better in 2022. But I also think if he had stayed with the Yamaha, he would have improved. So it's going to look awesome like KTM did this. But I think Aaron was set for a better year to come regardless of what bike he was on. What, what do you think on that? I, I, I wish I was in the pits. and Maybe the Supercross spy guys will be in the pits. But I wish I, I hope, I'm hoping in the pits or I see the first time that Aaron uh, complains about his motorcycle and the coster tells him he just needs to ride better. Ha. That'd be great. That'd be great. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, it's going to be a different deal. It's going to be a different audience over there. Roger is not very sympathetic to riders' complaints. Uh, it is a little bit more serious over there uh, on race day, I would believe. Also, um, you know, the Aaron's not known as a great tester. He's admitted that himself. So they're going to have to, you know, sort of walk him through some settings on that thing uh, to get comfortable. But I-, I think he'll be fine. I think I think this is a lateral move. I think like like Anderson. Like Tomac, and you know, this is also just, in my opinion, going to be a lateral move. There will be podiums, there will be some laps led. He will look good. Uh, other times, he will just be a top ten guy, and we'll get a we'll get we'll get a lot out of AP. But I don't look for this to be some big step forward. That's my Renthal reaction. Like I just like the other ones. I just think it's kind of lateral. That's a pretty big change because, like I said. You go back nine months and to think, oh, man, he's getting mm-hmm. off that Yamaha. He's getting on a KTM. But I don't know if we're there anymore with how much it appears Star has done wow. with the Blue Crew. Uh, the, the last guy that went you know, from a KTM to uh, – from a Yamaha to a KTM and to Alden Baker's factory, he did pretty well. So is there any chance – is there any chance this turns into a web? Um, no, I don't think so. <laughs> okay. For, no, no. And I will actually give you two reasons why. The Web 2019, like, massive breakthrough from going from a ninth place guy to the Supercross champion. You know, he talked a lot about that. And I don't think it was just a, the bike helped, the team helped, Alden helped. But I think there were a lot of things. I mean, wasn't Coop kind of admitting, yeah, I got paid big money the first two years on a 450. I took some things for granted. I thought I had made it. I probably wasn't putting in the effort that I needed to. There was a lot of that, I feel, that Cooper was admitting. Like, I think Cooper is admitting he wasn't maybe putting in his best effort those Yamaha years. I don't feel that way about AP. So I don't think there's as much room to gain uh, as there was for Webb. And by the way, Barsha went from a essentially Yamaha to KTM last year, right? He was a little better, maybe? Ah, uh, well, some of us were doing some points for him, you know. Some of us were looking at some points. But it wasn't dramatic. No, That's, it wasn't. It, it wasn't. wasn't dramatic. Still won Anaheim. Uh, still won Anaheim, and it was all good. Still won, quote-unquote, Anaheim. Yeah. He, I, I do think Aaron's going to get better, but I think the majority of the gain is going to be, like I said, he was going to get better. He was set to be better next year. He's on the rise. He's finding his form. He's gaining confidence. He's probably going to get that first win, and then you know what happens after you get that first win? Then you start getting a lot more. I think that was due regardless of what team he's on, but mm-hmm. hey, if you're KTM, soak it up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, right? Yep. Uh, Renthal reaction, AP to uh, to Red Bull KTM. Mm-hmm. Renthal.com, the winning brand in manufacturing design for the last half century. Renthal continues to lead the world at the very top level of sport. We usually have more titles than all the competing brands combined. Who is uh, the handlebar supplier for Aaron Plessinger's new team? It's Renthal. Oh, yeah. Okay. 
Uh, they've been there since 1969, and the Renthal Factory has been helping world-class riders achieve their goals since then, since then. So thanks to Renthal.com. Grips, chains, bars, all of it. I want to circle all the way back okay. to this point that I want to make. Yep. Here is where the plot thickens to me. I'm not worried about Aaron being too fun-loving to handle Baker. Mm-hmm. I'm not worried about the bike. This is a weird dynamic, though. I believe Cooper Webb and Aaron Plessinger are pretty good buds. They used to be teammates on Star. I think they get along. It is going to be very strange to me that one guy's at Baker's and one guy left. And you know they're going to be in close contact with each other, probably during the week, texting, whatever. Mm-hmm. They'll see each other on weekends. That dynamic, that's going to be weird, I think. Uh, yeah, a little bit, right? And Zach Osborne is gone also over to 83. So, um, yeah, all of that is weird. All I mean, of that is if Alden that, Baker that is the weird, if yes. Alden Baker takes AP or Mookie to a title, that's it. Huh. That's it. We're done. Yeah, yeah, that is it. But what I'm thinking is more. We've never had this. Like all the guys were always all together working at Baker's. Mm-hmm. We have not had this. No. I mean, isn't there a chance that Webb's texting Aaron like, "Hey, I had a pizza today. What about you?" <laughs> right. Tomato sandwich, huh? Yeah. Right. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Uh, you know, the the uh, the competition is the secret sauce over at the Baker's factory. And and some of that is gone because uh, I think Coop is on another level than Malcolm and and Alden. So or, uh, uh, AP. So they don't. Yeah, he's super cross champ. Right. Yep. So, so they're not yep. able to chase that. And so yep. there's always been that alpha guy over there that has been the. The key to get better and the key in the in the secret sauce is the co- competitiveness. And so I do question that a little bit. Uh, but you know what? Alden's, Alden's certainly got a lot of titles to, to back all this up. So Yeah, it's a good point because like when Webb goes in there at the end of 2018 to prepare for 2019, Anderson and Marv, who are arguably the two best Supercross riders outside of Eli Tomac, are also there, right? So yeah. they help him elevate. Yep. Aaron's going over there, but he will not have the Supercross champion there with him. Yep. And I think that was a factor in Osborne leaving, too. He's a little bit like, I think I'm better than those guys. Yeah. They're not going in at the level. Like, who knows? Like you said, they could improve and they could be at that level, but they're not at the level that Marv and Anderson were when uh, Cooper came in. Cooper went over there. Nope. Absolutely not. Well, it'll be interesting. I I really like Aaron, um, and I hope he stays exactly the same uh, as he is now. Um. Yes. You know, with the team, the seriousness of that team over there, and Alden Baker's grind you down program. Um. You know, I just hope he stays the same, and I think he will. I do, but uh, I hope he does. So. Ooh, what I'm excited about is there are going to be some GNCC bikes. Oh boy. Some ISDE bikes sitting right over there. I mean, I've been to that race shop. I mean, they are all built in the same room. Yep. Somewhere, somehow, some way down the line. And Yamaha did not capitalize on this. I'm disappointed in them. They had the guy who likes GNCC more than anyone in Supercross and Motocross. And they, I think he came to a couple as like a Grand Marshal once. But yeah. Uh, if I'm, I wonder if that's also a little twinkle in the eye. His dad raced for KTM. That helps. And maybe a little, yeah, they're definitely the best off road team. Maybe in a couple years. Maybe when I retire. Yeah. Yeah. That. I mean, Zacho said that that was a factor in him going to Husky all those years ago. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Although he's not t- done anything about it, but yeah, he may down the road. So. Yeah. Well, it's like you you think you know what you're going to do five years down the road. It doesn't right. always happen, but right. uh, you got to think if you're plessing, you're like, ah, maybe I race Supercross five six years and then I. 
go race right. GNCC, and I got the best team to do it. When you first saw that photo of AP on the KTM, did you think it was Stu? Look, man. Okay. I guess he got paid a lot of money by Thor to stay with Thor. He's been a Thor guy for a whole time, for a long time. Sorry. I, I, I this is just tragic. Seven gear, do it. Yeah. Do it, seven. Yep. Do it. Step it up. Absolutely. All right. Renthal reaction. Renthal.com for more information. That's Jason Wygant. Uh, I'm Steve Mathis talking about Aaron Plessinger to Red Bull KTM. Thanks, Weege. See ya.